0: When we sleep, the mind can create worlds of wonder and awe. It can also birth scenes of chaos and fear. But why? Why do we dream? Is there some hidden meaning within? We talk about this tonight on Candor and Count.
1: I hope so. I hope you've come back to listen to us.
2: Because I've come back to talk to you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what are we here for today?
0: Well, today we're here to talk about dreams. Dreams and or nightmares.
2: I... Do you guys... Okay. I was going to say, do you guys dream very much? But from what I've read, and not to get too much into what we've already looked up, but like... It seems like I'd probably dream more than I know that I do.
0: It seems like everybody does.
1: Yeah, and I've heard that for a while. I've always assumed that I dream. I'm just terrible at remembering them.
2: I am awful.
1: Yeah, 100%. Like, I'd be lucky if I wake up from a a sleep where I have a dream I remember once, like, two weeks.
0: Okay, have you done this before, though? Like, so you're driving down the road to, like, work or something. You have that you either like got a drink from fast food or something and you like drink it and it tastes similar. And you're like, wait, I had this happen in a dream. I'm almost a hundred percent sure. And uh, it was, it had to have been recent.
2: I've had stuff happen that I thought was like, I've dreamed this before.
0: Cause like, I I've gone to like talk about gotten a Baja blast. And then like I was on my way to work at I dro- took a drink of the Baja blast. And I was like, I haven't had a Baja Blast in like two weeks. And I distinctly remember having this like yesterday.
2: I don't know if that's, I would call that dreaming unless you just remember it. But no, it's
0: one of those like, I definitely had a Baja Blast yesterday. I did not have a Baja (laughs) Blast yesterday.
1: But you don't remember any dream about having one either? I can't relate. Like I have, I experienced deja vu all the time. Yeah. But yeah. never can I attribute it to anything specific.
0: But it's one one of those things where it's like, it's not deja vu. It's not one of those like, oh, I've been in this scenario before.
2: I, I don't know if I can relate either. But I I definitely feel like in a very disconnected way that I've dreamt something before I've experienced it. But not in any way you can pin down. Right. Oh, know?
0: yeah. I should also say this is not... Common to me, this is not a common thing that happens.
2: But I'm like you, Sean. I, like when I wake up, I, I'm I feel lucky. I'm almost happy when I can remember a dream. Me too. Yeah. I'm every like,
1: time I'm like, oh, I'm trying to hold on to every yeah, you, detail. And then you sometimes it, I write them down.
2: You feel it slowly fading away, and you're like,
0: no, yeah. Man. So I actually used to. It was while I was overseas because I didn't have a lot to do while I was overseas. I mean, I had work and stuff. After I woke up, I had a lot of free time for a little bit. And what I would do if I woke up from a dream or woke up and remember having had a dream that night, I typed it down on my computer and I've lost this computer sense, which oh. I'm so frustrated mm. about, but I remember typing me out and being like at the end of the deployment, I only had like three or four because I was like, Oh, these are really cool. And then I would read them and I'd be like, I, I don't remember that happening. Like I vaguely remember the idea of the dream, right? but that's it. It's weird how
1: fleeting they are. That's that's one thing I never really, like in my research, never really got an answer as to why.
2: I did. I did. Really? Yeah. Which we'll get into in a minute. Remind me about that. So I was trying to think, like when I was going to start the podcast, I was like, well, is there some kind of dream that I can remember that is like worth sharing? And I realized that like, I just don't, I just don't hold on to them. I I have very few. I can remember probably two or three from childhood. I was going to say, there are only
0: two dreams that I can remember like right now.
2: And I consider most of them probably nightmares.
0: Really? Yeah.
2: Like, I don't remember. (laughs) Like, you're going to laugh at this, but. I take it back.
0: I can remember three. (laughs) I can remember one
2: one that's not like a really terrifying nightmare, but it wasn't a dream. Like, it was. Bad. It was. There was a lot of stress. (laughs) (laughs) And it's. Totally nonsensical, right? But I was the guy, his name is Zach from Ferngully. Do you know what yeah. Ferngully is? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was the blonde haired dude from Fern Gully. And I got shot and I and I was in the back of some dude's pickup truck on a construction site. <laughs> I was a kid. I was a kid kid when I had this dream. <laughs> so there, That's all I can remember. That's it. <laughs> but this dream has stuck in my head for thirty really? plus years. Yeah.
0: There are Two yeah. dreams that I, I remember having as a child. Did you go to the new St. Anne's building when it was? Yeah. Uh, no, not in school. I didn't. Okay. But that's where I went when I had my my first grade year at, at the school. And uh, I remember having a nightmare about being in the school and being chased by something. I don't remember what it was. But I remember like, so I used to when I went to school there. I was on the first floor. I didn't go up any stairs or anything. So being up on the second floor it was like you went up there and it was all these older kids that were learning all this stuff, right? But I remember I was at, in my classroom on the first floor, and I came out and I was like being chased, and I just never left the school. I just like went up the stairs, <laughs> across, down the stairs,
2: in a complete circle, and just
0: repeat loop, yeah. And then eventually, I don't remember when, but I woke up. Other than that, the only other dream that I've had is I remember, I don't know how it happened, but I got down to the size of an ant and then rode ants.
2: Those are the <laughs> weirdest <laughs> dreams. Yeah.
0: And I have no, like, I just remember being in an ant colony, either making friends with an ant or something, and then riding on the back of ants. I want
2: that dream. I've never had that dream. Yeah, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> me too.
0: And both of those were when I was a kid.
2: Dang. I have these vague dreams, and that's probably why. I'm sure they were probably more specific at the time, but, like, my memory is very vague of them. But I have them regularly. But I, it's, I pick, I'm laying in the bed, and I pick up this nebulous thing. It's small. I pick up, and I'm, like, laying under the covers. And there's something to my right, and I lean over, and I pick up this small thing. And then I bring it over here. I, lay it, I bring it to my left side and then it just gets bigger as it goes back until it's
0: oh do you move it every
2: time yeah I move it I move it and then it it goes from being a neutral dream to being a nightmare but I can't stop moving <laughs> it and now it's just like it's so weird I don't even know how to explain it and then it just feels like something is r- like really heavy you know weird. I have a dream from our, from my childhood, probably before you guys were born. Definitely from before you guys were born. I have this nightmare from when I was a kid where I have this. This is the freakiest dream that I have never shaken the memory. And we lived in a blue house on Penny Lane. You guys never lived there, but it sounds, we really did. We lived in a blue house on on a street (laughs) called Penny Lane. Anyway uh that sounds like a movie i know it (laughs) does it does so uh there were we were outside the house and there was this bench and all four of us all the four older kids were lined up on this bench and we all had sacks on our heads like
0: like paper bags no like burlap
2: burlap sacks on our heads and it was dark it was it was midnight you know and we were on this wooden bench and then this like witch comes out from behind a tree not like you're just a creepy witch
0: you know i totally just remembered another dream and then she comes over and pulls
2: starts i don't remember when she got to me i can't remember maybe i woke up i don't know but she goes i'm at the end of the line and the three other kids are ahead of me and she pulls like one sack off and then pours something on their head and then by the second one i don't I don't remember anything. (laughs) I just remember. I'm just totally, I'm absolutely terrified. (laughs) And I have remembered that dream for 30
0: years. When you mentioned the witch, I totally remembered another dream that I had. Uh, It was this corner store. Like if you could imagine old Atlanta, Birmingham kind of feel where it's like you have actual blocks Mm -hmm. and like a corner store is like the end is cut off. And the door is on that corner. Yeah. Uh, It was like that. And I was going in for like water or something because I was parched. I remember being super thirsty. And I went in and I grabbed a bottle of water and I went to the counter to pay. I think it was during high school, but before I graduated. So I went to pay for this water. And there was this older woman behind the counter. And she was like, put her hand forward to like collect the money. And I was like, I don't, I don't have any money. (laughs) And she was like, that's fine. And she reached forward and just took my teeth
1: like out of
0: my mouth. (laughs) And then it like, like when, when I went in no stress, I, I was like, oh, I'm really thirsty. Could use a bottle of water. And then like, she took my teeth and everything became dark. Yeah. Everything from that point on was just like horrid. I like, hate it when
2: they shift on you like that. Yeah. The
0: older woman, like she was like th- this nice, like if you imagine a woman knitting, like that's what she looked like. Mm-hmm. And then like she took my teeth and then suddenly it was like long outgrown nails. Like. Oh
2: yeah. She trained. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. And of course I treated, it. I was like, sure. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I'm a leaf. And then like take my bottle of water, went to the door, door locked.
2: Is that all you remember? Dream
0: ended. <laughs> yeah. Either dream ended or I don't remember after that.
2: I mean, I've had like your stereotypical dreams, like falling and, you know, those kinds of flying. I've
0: never dreamed of flying or falling.
2: As far as I can remember, I should say. I have this heights thing in my dreams that are really a part of my nightmares. I don't, I don't even know that I've had that many nightmares.
1: Like they sort of elude me. And I've thought this, I've thought this for a while. I've thought that for a while, I should say. Because... I never recall ever any bad dream. Whenever I remember a dream, it's always something like nice or like...
0: Have you ever been startled awake?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Was it by something in the room or was it by... Do you remember if it was? A I
1: have no clue. The only times I remember that happening is when I'm at school asleep at the desk.
0: Oh, that's different. And I like jolt yeah. awake. That's yeah. the, That's a different startle awake. You'll, you'll wake up and you'll be sweaty and like hands clammy and like.
1: But it's, it's been like my wake ups at school have been like visceral sometimes. <laughs> like, I, I shake my desk and then, oh, and then the person in front of me the and the person behind you. me. And like yeah. everyone in the classroom looks at me <laughs> in the middle of the SAT.
0: <laughs> Did I tell you about the time I went to CASE? Uh, No, what happened? So I was at CASE, right? This was after, I don't remember what caused it while well, I was in CASE. If you don't know, CASE is like a out-of-school suspension. I didn't know you ever went to CASE. I, I've only went once and it was like three days. But uh, I remember I was like doing my work and falling asleep because you're very enclosed. Like the walls beside you are very close. You yeah. only have a small desk. You can't turn around. Um, but I was like falling asleep. And I, I did that little like jerk awake. Yeah. And I kicked cause they had <laughs> um, drywall and I kicked and kicked a hole in the drywall. Oh my God. <laughs> and like the, the guy, the teacher who was over the people in the case room, he was like, You okay over there, buddy? It's like, Yep, I'm fine. And I like that's when I realized my foot is in the wall. Well, like the top toe yeah. portion of my foot is in the wall. And I like, I just left it there because I was afraid if I pulled it out, he would notice. So I just sat there with my foot in the wall for like two hours until he went for like lunch and another teacher came back in. And while that noise was happening, I was like, Pulled it out of the wall. <laughs> and it was my last day in case so i n- you no were free yeah. yeah
2: nice so we talked about our experiences with dreaming and i feel like we could probably talk about those forever yeah when we started this topic how did you guys view dreams as far as like what they are and what they mean i couldn't attribute any
1: specific meaning to a dream. I mean, I can, like, attribute feelings, but definitely not any, any, like, meaning or what I was meant to glean from it, if anything. But I recognized it as, like, an unfiltered view from the subconscious. But I didn't know what to make of it
0: at all. Yeah, like, the only thing that I could make sense of logically was like the mind's way of dealing with extreme emotions. And that was like all I could really attribute dreams to. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any like hardcore, like dreams
2: This, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
2: I guess, I mean, all three of us, I mean, I'm spiritual, but like, and, and you are all in your own way too spiritual, but like, it's not, We've always looked at our bodies in a very logical way, you know, in a very scientific, straightforward way. And so when we experience something like that, it's, I think it's, it was safe to assume that we all didn't view (laughs) dreams as this premonition or this, um, you know, that they have this like hidden deeper meaning. I mean, there are people in the the Christian faith, in all faiths who view dreams differently in their um, biblical references to dreams and how God can communicate in dreams and things like that. But as far as like the everyday dream, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I've been spoken to right, in right. it or anything like that.
0: Especially when like studies are showing like two to three dreams a night.
2: Yeah. That's what amazed me. Cause I was like, uh, I don't dream two too. Yeah, same. Times a night. I'm exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> I say I don't, but I think that I actually am. And then I'm just, it's, I'm not storing that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not able to recall it. And I kind of well, am mad about that. Yeah. I, right. right. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, I guess you
1: said we were going to get into that. I was going to say, we I don't know what it now. is that helps you retain it.
2: Well, I mean, I, we can get into it now. I talked yeah. about uh, me and what I, I guess I did want to say about how I felt about dreams. And I touched on this a little earlier. I view them like you do, Sean. They're elusive to me. Like, I want to experience them more. And I feel like um, (laughs) if there's a trick out there where I can, like, remember my dreams better, then I want to do that trick. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, before uh, doing
1: research, I was always told, just write them down. That's an easy way to to get into the...
0: If you wake up and remember, start writing.
1: Right. Yeah. And I mean, I would do that, uh, but I still wouldn't remember very often. So there's, I mean, it's, it
2: didn't work. (laughs) You know? Well, yeah, it's like I wake up and I'm laying on my pillow and it's already gone. Yeah. It's already gone. Yeah. Or I'm barely holding on to the slightest. Yeah. I'm like, there's
1: been so few times. Yeah. Or I could remember anything more than like a scene
2: now i know i'm not the only one i know this is a common thing but like you get done with that dream and you're like uh like you wake up and you weren't ready you weren't ready to wake up yep yeah and you're like absolutely. i'm going back into that dream right yeah now. and you try and to sleep immediately yeah, you're like you're like i'm going to sleep right now and it's gonna put me right back in this that's dream yeah now. sometimes it's worked i i remember sometimes i a hundred percent
0: i'm not saying it works a hundred percent of the time but yeah. i'm i'm with you You know what, like, one of the things that people can do that bothers me that I want to be able to do is lucid dreaming. Oh, yeah. I don't ever recall having a lucid dream. Well,
2: after, okay, so let's get into this a little bit. We'll start with lucid dreaming, uh, just as a discussion point. If you're a listener and you don't know what lucid dreaming is, like David mentioned a minute ago, that's where you are consciously aware that you're in your dream and you have like the ability to interact and be part of the, the active control of the dream. Right.
0: And it can happen randomly. Some people can, they've made it an unconscious thing to just attempt to push your thumb through your hand in day to day life, just walking. You're not doing anything with your hand, just test it. And then that's it. It's so it it becomes a, a, what's called like muscle memory yeah for when you're doing nothing with your hands. So if you're not doing anything with your hands while you're dreaming, because if you can make it muscle memory and it actually works one time, then you know you're dreaming.
1: I see. I, I had never heard that. But it's not like people can't make the distinction between dreams and reality.
0: Well, the problem is when you're in a dream, it's almost impossible to make that distinction. Even if it's a nightmare and it's outlandish, it's it's one of those oh, like okay, your brain yeah. perceives it as normal. But
1: but you wouldn't understand what that means unless you're lucid. Are
0: well, you no, saying? No, no. Are you saying that's so the trigger for the the trigger is when you try to push your thumb through your hand. You have to absolutely believe that it can. In reality, when In, you're practicing, like, yeah, when you're practicing that way that muscle memory is also contained to a you. trigger where your you. mind goes yes it can. You. And your thumb goes through your hand and you just go oh it actually went through and then you're lucid.
2: I I'd never heard it. So awesome. I guess it's part of like training yourself. I haven't
0: either, yeah. I may have looked into it before because man I wish I had that ability. <laughs> yeah.
2: But they say that they've been able to at least sort of verify that this is a real thing. Yeah. There was a study. Basically, they were able to... They tested their brains. They did the scan. I don't know if it was like a... Do you know when it was? MRI or if it was like a CAT scan. Like I don't right. know what... I don't remember what the test was. But anyway, so they did a brain scan. And basically, they, they watched their brains as they clenched and unclenched their fists. Right? Mm-hmm. And these were people... I think who claimed they could lucid dream or something like that. I can't remember. Then they tested them and a good portion of them, they told them in your dreams, you need to clench and unclench your fists. Do the same action. And they were able to duplicate, they were able to match the brain activity and show them clenching and unclenching their fists in their dream.
0: So the brain activity Mm. happens, but the muscle...
2: Yeah, they're still paralyzed. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So there's no signal to the muscles, which uh, is also worth mentioning. One thing about when you're dreaming is your brain disconnects. Usually, yes. Uh, yeah. If you're normal, <laughs> then <laughs> then your brain disconnects your your muscle control. Yep. And disables it so that you don't move. Now it actually does try to move your muscles but they, they don't get that signal. Yeah. They don't receive that there's, signal. There's
0: a, a blocker, yeah. yeah, like
2: an inhibitor. And um, a couple of more features about when you're dreaming, the brain, this is a very common phrase, and most people know the term rapid eye movement. Yep. Mm-hmm. Your brain becomes almost like it's conscious. It wakes up. Yep. You, know, you go into a, a deep sleep at stage one, and there is very low brain activity. And then when you reach REM sleep, there are many slightly more detailed areas of sleep, but the two broadest ones are yep. are deep sleep and REM sleep. Uh, is it deep sleep? Is it called deep sleep? I think so. Anyway. I don't remember. Re- REM
0: it. sleep is the one that I... But
2: the first stage of sleep is just a transition... Between, sleep. yeah. Right. It's a a transition phase, and it usually lasts about 90 minutes uh, before you hit REM sleep.
0: REM sleep comes in cycles, multiple cycles throughout the night. That's what I was about to say. Usually about three to four-ish cycles a night, depending on how long you sleep, obviously. And an interesting thing, I don't know if y'all saw this. During REM sleep, your brain activity comes in waves across your brain, contrasted to when you're awake, which is all active at the same time. And this is the brain's way of making repairs while activity still happens.
2: Yeah, you have a lot of chemicals flooding around in your brain during the day. There are waste products that are produced by your brain during the day. There is um, neural networks that need to be reinforced.
0: Yeah, there's active degeneration while you're awake, which is not something that I knew.
2: Interestingly enough, we were just watching a video the other day, wasn't it? And we were talking, it wasn't before that we even chose this podcast. I think so, yeah. And it was that, jo- was it Joe Rogan?
0: I think you're right. Yeah. It, was it was Joe
2: Rogan and and it was a guy, I can't remember his name. He was on Joe Rogan. He was talking about, actually, we're damaging our brains. We're getting brain damage while
0: we're oh, awake. Yeah, coming. just by yeah. being yeah. awake. Yeah,
2: and all the activity. It's it's damaging your brain. Your brain is repairing itself and healing overnight. Yeah. And um, it,
0: it attempts to during the day. It does attempt to heal itself, but it just can't keep up with the activity that happens. Right, right. That's why one of the reasons why sleep happens is because your brain is like, all right, listen, calm down. I got to like, I got some things I got to fix before Mm. you move on.
2: Oh, and another thing about rapid eye movement sleep or dream sleep is we mentioned the muscle paralysis, but the reason that it's called rapid eye movement is that's the only muscles that are not disabled by Um, by the brain. So because it's in, you know, the optical nerves connect directly to the brain, the brain. And so you still have eye movement. And so you can really tell if someone's dreaming, if you get a good, a good look at them, if they're rolling around under their eyelids, then, then they're in it.
0: I think it's really funny that. So when I was, I slept a lot when I was in elementary school. So when I was asleep, And some, I mean, sometimes I would have like fake being asleep so I could rest. Right. And my teacher would call me out. She'd be like, I see your eyes moving. (laughs) And of course, like younger me was like, dang it. Yeah. Older me is like, and? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you don't know. (laughs) I (laughs) could have been dreaming. But it's just one of those things I thought of. I, I mean, I've made this when I first heard about REM sleep. I was like, hold on. (laughs) she called me out on something that didn't make any sense. You made that connection.
2: (laughs) Oh, but we can't remember so
0: many other things. Right, right. (laughs) So another interesting thing about REM sleep is, so the recommended hours of sleep is like eight hours a night. We've seen that so many times, right? Here's what screws me up. If you sleep eight hours exactly to the dot, you are 30 minutes into one of your next sleep cycles, which means you are breaking a cycle instead of like cutting it off at the end because it's seven and a half hours would be a fourth REM cycle.
2: I mean, I guess you could set the recommended at seven and a half hours. They they make it at eight to be simple is what they do it for.
0: No, yeah. And I assume like most people are like, all right, I'm going to lay in bed at the eight hour mark in 30 minutes-ish is when you fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. And
2: not to mention, lives are just weird. You don't really, it's not like I get, it's not like I plan on waking up to the minute eight hours. Oh,
0: no. Yeah. So So it doesn't really matter. It just, it was weird to me that I've always seen eight hours and I'm like, that's, Yeah, that's about, if you sleep eight hours to the dot, that's a horrible way to sleep.
1: But I mean, is there a detriment there?
0: Yeah. So you're interrupting a REM cycle that's going to go through.
2: Yeah. You're not interrupting. What David is saying is you're not interrupting a a deep sleep cycle. You're interrupting a REM sleep cycle at that, at that eight,
1: eight eight hour mark. Yeah. But what do you, what do you, what do you lose from doing that? So,
0: uh, if you cut, if you wake up at the end of a REM cycle, you're more rested than if you interrupt. So if you sleep for an hour and a half or well, uh, if you sleep for two and a half hours or sorry, three hours, um, you'll be more rested than if you sleep for three and a half or four hours. Right. Because you'll be interrupting a sleep cycle during one of those times. You'll feel more rested at the three and a half hour or three hour mark.
2: One of the most interesting parts about this research for me was really the revelations about how the brain acts during the REM sleep during dream sleep. One of the most important areas of the brain that we use during the day is shut down during dream sleep. And that is the prefrontal cortex. And the prefrontal cortex is the logical part of the brain. And so it has
0: to do with our, it, it controls to say It influences decision-making. Right. Very heavy. Right.
2: And, and risk analysis yeah. and all of that stuff. And that's why dreams are really emotionally charged. And that can, it gave me a little bit of understanding behind this sort of spiritual nature of dreams. You don't have that logical part of your brain. When you wake up, it's all emotion, right? Anything you've experienced is, is just emotional. And it's also, you have lower levels of serotonin. You have lower levels of, norepinephrine and which explains by the way the lack of memories so norepinephrine is used in the in the production and storage of memories
0: i was also going to mention See, that it also makes sense that nonsensical dreams make sense to you while mm. you're asleep since that logic center yeah, shut down. Yeah. oh yeah you're mm. not you're not judging be- whether something is rational or Yet. not and Like an old woman turning into a witch is just like, oh, it's every day. (laughs) Right. That's a thing that happens, I guess.
2: But I can see looking back before like the scientific revolution, Why, when everything was spiritual, right? When your whole life was spiritual, when you would experience something like this, when you go to sleep and then you wake up to a normal life it would seem otherworldly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Before you had a rational explanation for what you were experiencing, it would be something you would attribute to
0: something otherworldly. Yeah. Or higher power. Yeah. Which I mean, we uh, humans have done that forever. I mean, you think about like early Celtics, like, uh, and their folklore is heavily rooted in like these things that just happen for no apparent reason to what they could tell. And they're just like, well, that that is something out of our control. Right. That is uh, a baby snatcher that came and swapped itself with my baby. I
2: think that they would be a lot more used to, you know, things that were out of their control. You know, I mean, they were sort of subjected to the fates of nature before Mm -hmm. they were understood. So dreams is one of those things, I think one thing that I found interesting was from a personal perspective uh, I have a, you know, Sean, we talked earlier about how like I want to experience dreams more and maybe that's a universal experience, but like to just like experience something almost impulsively with, without being in control and without being where I can be sort of present in the moment and not have the conscious, anxious fear of being awake. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just being emotional or being in, in emotions is more difficult for me when I'm awake than when I'm in the dream. And so I think one of the things is for me being able to just like, is just to completely let go, you know, that, uh, I have this sort of rigid emotional state awake whereas not right when i'm asleep
1: i don't know then i don't know what i'd say to bring any light to why i don't why i don't remember my dreams or uh why i wish i could remember more because i mean i'm not very emotional awake but i don't consider myself rigid or stoic it's just how i am so i don't know
0: maybe it's because you feel like you're missing out on the experience like a fomo kind of feeling
1: i mean that's definitely like i i do feel like i'm missing out on the experience definitely because when i do have it it's
2: it's like enjoyable and different and like
0: and then it slips through your fingers kind of thing yeah
2: Because, I mean, the best we have on Earth is, like, movies and VR. Right. And they just don't touch the experience of your brain in its own made-up simulation, you know? It's just, like, because it can, it's got its claws in you. Right, right. It's, like, it is you. And so a dream is something completely different and completely immersive. And I think. And entirely tailored. Look, that's it. Elon just needs to <laughs> turn. Yeah. He just needs to turn like your, you could have your own like experiential movie theater with the Neuralink or whatever. <laughs> and then now you can just dream up the scenario and that will be fully experiencing it. You don't have to have a screen in front of your face or, you know, a contact in your eye or anything. So scientifically speaking, dreams don't, have any necessarily direct inherent meaning right but there have been some links that have been made and it's a a point of of discussion among sleep researchers Mm -hmm. about the evolutionary reason for dreams or whether it's just a byproduct of the brain processes right if it's just this secondary experience because your brain is doing this other thing about whether it's that or whether it is a primary process where the brain is intentionally doing this dream. Mm -hmm. The two sides of that are the evolutionary advantage of dreaming. They believe comes from threats, reliving the dangers and reprocessing and reinforcing those negative experiences
0: without actually being in, without
2: actually being there. It's a sort of modeling and it also strengthens those neural networks that are related to threat assessment Mm. and threat reaction and things like that. And so that's their idea. Their idea is that it's a self-protection mechanism because, you know, nights are dangerous to primitive beings primitive humans and it was important that we find a way to process the future and those threats in the future and they think that dreams played a role in that i didn't hear that one but uh i don't know
1: it feels almost like a little bit of a stretch to me like was there a point where where early humans weren't dreaming
2: then no, I mean, we don't know. Well, right, right. There's right. just no way to know, but...
0: Well, it's also like, at what point did consciousness show up? I guess that basically
1: is the question, right? But that would mean it's not really an evolutionary trait the way they
2: say it is, right? Well, the way if that I heard came the study quoted was actually contrary to the way Sean experiences his dreams. Um, More frequently than not, dreams... Or dream states are associated with negative emotion. Yeah, yeah, that's. I also heard that, and so the anxiety and the fear, um, they believe, has a stronger link, and that.
0: The positive ones are positive ones are
2: more the byproduct of, of the process, right? I see now. Well, makes sense. <laughs> I I I'm sort of in the middle of the road there. I, I think that it's, it's a conclusion that you'll never be able to really draw a hard line to. Yeah. So it's, it's
0: basically like until we can recreate a human mind, there's absolutely no telling.
2: And the wide variety of the way humans experience it. Dreaming that is, mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's still, it will always be this nebulous thing, you know? Cause you're going to experience your dreams differently than david is and than i am and then all of us like today sit down and try to talk about what dreams are and you go well <laughs> <laughs> this is what they are to me and it's purely subjective well yeah you know? but the processes are all the same the yeah the processes are the same but that doesn't let you draw at least as of yet Uh, let you draw any kind of hard line yeah that's true i mean the processes are the same but how those processes affect you can be different
1: do you mean on like a a conscious
2: level like how you choose to accept it yeah i mean i think it i think that it affects you on a conscious and a subconscious level right i agree I think it's hard to tell as a conscious person, whether your subconscious is affected. (laughs) by Yeah. Yeah. So that is a, that in itself is a a bit of a guess because I don't know what my subconscious is open to while I'm not awake and how much of that stays. It's like,
0: it's like some blue messaging. Just it, it, even if you know, it's there, you don't know if it's affecting or not.
2: Yeah. I, I just don't have, I don't have enough information. Right, right. Yeah. But I mean I do think like if you if you have nightmares every night it it affects you and not just not just from waking up afraid. Like it's not just cuz you woke up and you were scared.
0: I mean it affects the quality of sleep as well. True. I mean just something as simple as like if you notice a person like coughing while they're asleep more than likely they're not having as good of a rest just purely due to the fact that their body has to like keep aware of what is happening in their like chest and lungs. Did
1: you guys listen to or watch any Jordan Peterson
0: about
2: dreams? I did a little bit. And it's a little harder to follow him on this topic than most of I agree. It's very, he
1: he sort of tangents with it. Yeah. Like, Freudian stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. But I think that there is a, and he does make a good point about how we throw the baby out with the bathwater with Freud. Yeah. You know, yeah. Freud is demonized a lot. Right. Um, because he got so much wrong. But like Jordan Peterson says, it tends to blot out the amazing insights that he had about the human psyche. And even dreams. Now, his dreams were really the most, Freud's dreams were really the most contentious part of his ideas. This repressed sexual energy idea. Yeah. The idea that everything had meaning in a dream and this meant that and that meant this. That was definitely discredited. Yeah. I was more interested in how he talked about uh, what Hume said about dreams. Did you hear that? I don't think I heard the Hume part. I heard him talk about the other two, Jung, Carl Jung, Jung, and maybe I miss, and Freud. Maybe I misheard him, Jung. But what what did he talk about with Hume? Maybe it was Jung. I just misheard. Oh, you may have because I guess Hume, Hume, Jung, Jung, Jung. Yeah, I could see that. It's
1: very. It's extremely possible now that I'm thinking about it. So yeah. I did hear talk about Carl Jung.
0: I don't think Hume has ever talked about dreaming.
1: I never like followed up, but yeah, it makes sense that it would be Jung. I just assumed Hume because that was a name I knew.
0: Well, give us it. It was a name that we we've heard several times throughout the podcast.
1: But counter to Freud, he believed. Well, I mean, I guess it's counter. Well, I mean, and he's right. Dreams are just like raw emotion unfiltered and just trying to explain themselves or present themselves as best they can to you with the lack of the prefrontal cortex without the logical side. Yeah. Keeping things in order.
2: And I mean, that seems it's, is he saying it's sort of a, an irrational display internally of like rational struggles is that the sort of idea you're getting or, or is there another way to say that? Say it again. Is that an, like an irrational, cause we don't have that rational part of our mm-hmm. brain. Is it an irrational display or, you know, the dream of rational struggles that the brain is trying to work through? Is that what Carl is? Yeah. I think that's pretty much what he was getting at. Like he was like, you better just not, you don't just ignore it. Right. Right. And you don't, have to say that it means this specific thing
1: right because because it's just attaching these images to emotions which you 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 might be able to uh draw a line to by like asking yourself what else makes me feel that way
2: you know right it's sort of a a a signpost or or like a a symptom that you're Connecting two dots together.
0: Yeah, we should also mention that. I mean, dreams aren't human specific. Like they don't. They don't.
1: Right. Right. They're in other species. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. They yeah. They don't
0: require like uh, what we consider a consciousness to to happen. So it's hard. It's hard to say that something like, you know, the like these one to one like uh, this exactly means this is such a stretch when you're like, oh, my dog dreams of a bone. Right. Yeah, I mean, but that's but
1: now you're getting into like some weird territory. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Cause who can
1: how do you know how who can say? You know No
0: one <laughs> and I think that's the problem right now is no no one can attribute it exactly to anything specific. Yeah it's I mean true. it's
2: when we leave this discussion tonight dreams will still be what they are and yeah. almost undefinable yeah. in
0: the way of the person. The evolutionary standpoint kind of makes a little bit of sense since other like living being living creatures can dream where it's like, they don't have to process all of these emotions in a substantial way, but they're like fight or flight still has to be trained in one way or another. Right. So in an evolutionary way, like, it still makes sense, but I'm still unsure if, like, that would be a good one-to-one. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you'll ever,
2: again, be able to draw that line, the one-to-one line with dreams and animals is, they can't ever speak to their, <laughs> you know, and I, I know you already know this, but it's just like, there's no. Yeah. <laughs> There's, you can say they dream, but that's all you can say.
0: Yeah, you can't be like they dreamed about a bone. You don't know that they they dreamed about chasing a squirrel or I don't know.
2: And maybe I'm being dismissive by saying, well, the conversation kind of ends there because I'm sure. Well, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Did you hear about uh,
1: when they like removed those muscle inhibitors on cats? uh, When when. It was like an experiment done. They let them dream, but removed that muscle inhibition. No. They made like they were like mimicking hunting. Like like stalking prey and stuff.
2: Oh, so they actually kind of got a look at what they were doing. A little bit, yeah. Which I guess is also possible with humans, because there are some humans that do not...
0: Yeah, sleepwalking. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, sleepwalking is a form oh, of, yeah. of avoiding that sleep paralysis. And some people are even less inhibited and can hurt themselves and be yeah. and be violent.
0: And some people like they figure out that trigger that they can control whether or not they sleep well. Right. Like they fight, figure out what it is, you know, they ate or drank or what medicine they took or yeah. like this one thing or another yeah. that turns off that inhibitor. Yeah. Where it doesn't stop them. It gives them this
2: this sort of access yeah um i was i was a bit of a sleepwalker when i was younger and i guess that's something that fades with with age yeah and that's part of me that developed and i grew out of it
0: i don't think i ever sleepwalked
2: i slept walked downstairs and out of an apartment yeah i i slept walked down the stairs of a friend's house while i was spending the night i guess i my my brain (laughs) wanted to go home (laughs) And I slip walked down the stairs, outside, across the lawn to a different apartment building, our apartment building, back home, around the back of the apartment building, and then up to mom's window.
0: And that's as far as you
2: made it? That's where she found me. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) you didn't even wake up. Outside her room. I I was the child that terrifies me uh, as an adult. I don't don't know what I'd do. She was like, what are you doing no answer yeah yeah it was bizarre but i have a a single memory uh, other than being woken up like i can remember her waking me or what you would consider waking me right but my spatial awareness was off uh surprisingly right since i was asleep mm-hmm. but i went around the building and my shoulder bumped the corner of the building and i have that memory you remember like hitting your shoulder. I remember hitting the building with my shoulder while finger, you were asleep while I was asleep. But I don't, rem- but I I don't know anything until <laughs> she woke me up. I don't even know. I don't know if I'd like put my face to the window. I have no
0: idea. I don't know what I did. You just remember bump and then wake up and then wake up. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I knocked on the window. I don't know if I just stood there. I have no idea. I mean, there's no way she would have found you if you didn't knock on the I window. I had to have
2: knocked on the window unless if she just woke up on her own <laughs> and looked out the window and I was standing there panic. I kind of hope I did that a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, <laughs> but not a lot. Cause I do love my mom. So
0: <laughs> there was a, this is slightly tangential, but it's a pretty funny story. There was a time when I was in high school that I had uh, snuck out of the house and uh, oh. Yeah. You know where this is going. <laughs> anyway, I'd snuck out of the house and I'd come back. Right. This was hours later. And after that point, mom had let the dog out and then let the dog back in. Since she did that, she locked the door. I left it unlocked when I left. She let the dog back in, locked the door. I'd come back, door's locked. I don't have a key. I don't want to go wake mom up because I snuck out. Yeah, so I go to the window and I start rapping on Sean's window. Thank God
1: for the little brother, <laughs> save the day.
0: I mean, the only other choice I would have had would have been to get the ladder from the garage, the garage, yeah. and climb into my window. Yeah, which was 13, 14 feet up. Right, and a storage space window. Like it wasn't a big window. Right, his yeah.
1: his bedroom was an old laundry room.
0: Yeah. And then what do you do with the ladder? Well, at that point I would have like. You'd had to go out go the Go back or, out. Yeah. Put away the ladder. Come back in. Right. A lot of noise, right? Surely. So anyway, I just go to Sean's window and I like lightly knock on it and I get no response. I like have my phone and I'm like, I text him and then I knock on the window and I try calling him and we had a horrible signal out there. So I couldn't get a call through. Yeah. So I knock on the window, knock on the window. Eventually I see his phone turn on and then turn off
1: no 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 no, all
0: right go ahead you don't you, remember you don't remember i was very tired it's very possible when
1: i when i first woke up i was i just like
0: oh the panic sit up i forgot about that
1: right like i hear the knocking on my window and the first thing i do uh is just immediately sit like bolt upright <laughs> and i'm looking and i can't remember if he knocked again while i was sitting up or not i th- yeah i think he probably did
0: I think i knocked and called your name yeah you because i noticed sit you sit up. sit up yeah
1: so you knock and call my name or i didn't hear you though not for a minute and then i got freaked out <laughs> <laughs> it was immediate panic attack mode and i like uh i lay back down and go under the covers <laughs> <laughs> and i call david actually he I tries to, to
0: call my phone yeah. <laughs> and we don't have signal so the call doesn't go through
1: Yeah, the call doesn't go through. I try a couple of times, but it doesn't go through, and I'm just, like, sitting there. And I keep hearing the knocking, you know? And I'm, like, the panic is just getting more and more as each knock uh, follows up the next. The price you had to pay. (laughs) Eventually, I hear him call my name, and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Why didn't you just
2: say it? At least least it's a relief when you hear it. Yeah.
1: When I was, um,
0: I don't remember. There's
1: more. Oh, Maybe I should have prefaced my no, side no, of the no, story with this. No,
0: ending with this is, is the tone. <laughs> but I mean, so within the... Oh, before he comes, opens the front door and I get in. Yeah, and I let him in. I was like, hey, for- why didn't you get me? He was like, we'll talk about it in the morning. And he goes to bed. <laughs>
1: it's, it's sleep time.
0: <laughs> I'm like, all right, I go to bed. Next morning we're talking about it and he tells me this.
1: Right, right. So... I, I can't remember how recently I had come across this story, but I came across a short story online like m- within the f- couple of weeks prior to the event. And it was like... It was a horror story. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember like a lot of the details, but it was basically like you'll hear a knocking on your window in the middle of the night that'll wake you up, right? And... uh. It'll be near the end or the first of any given month, and it was. Yeah, it time. was. It
0: was near the end of the month, I believe.
1: Um, so, like things were lining up in my head during the scene, right? <laughs> you were,
0: uh,
2: you are recalling all of this useful information. <laughs> 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 yeah, it, it was one of those. What, what were they called? Something pastas.
1: It was, exa- it was a creepy. It, re- it was a cost. creepy boss. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. I didn't want to use the term because I didn't, we know. didn't
0: know yeah, we didn't know if you knew. But yeah, it was I a know what a creepy
1: sauce is, yeah. I do not remember the name. But it was spooky. And it, I mean, so the yeah. thing was if you like get up, uh oh yeah, so the rule of it was you just have to stay in bed and act like you're asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have been dead. <laughs> right. In, in the story, it was like, if you wake up and turn to look at the window to see what's making the noise, you'll see this monster or whatever on the inside. Oh, it's uh, already in. Yeah, yeah. Knocking on your window. It's o-
0: staring inside. at you, knocking on the window. Well, at down. least you were clear on that part. Yeah.
1: But I mean, I was still like freaked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was, just, it was just funny that like that detail lined up with
2: how I just yeah. immediately bombed myself. <laughs> I have a memory of one time that happened to me. We were living with Opa. And do you remember his old house? Probably not. Anyway, yeah, so we were living with them at the time. And I had my own room for some strange. No, I didn't have my own room. But I was in there by myself. Anyway, it was a big bedroom. And uh, there was a window that goes almost floor to ceiling. And it's like and it's like really wide
0: like the one in the garage door sort
2: of sort of like that yeah, yeah. and it goes almost from ground to ceiling and <laughs> i was asleep one night and there were there was enough light out in the backyard i heard this like rapping on the you know i heard something and it yeah. woke me up and there was a full size adult man just a shadow of a man. All, the light was behind him, so there was no, no de- detail. No, no detail. No detail. And he was like, like roaming around the window, you know. Like, and I'm like, and and I, I went for I went from zero to a hundred. <laughs> yeah, Sean knows relatable, the feeling. relatable. <laughs> and it, and I could see it wasn't just like an upper body. It was like I could see the legs and the arms and the head of this full size. That man was searching man.
0: for a way in,
2: and I was like. Full on panic, but I don't remember how it resolved, but, um, I'm pretty sure I ran from the room. (laughs) I left the area because I remember my mom being there, our mom being there afterward. Uh, and it was uncle John
0: trying to find a way
2: into the house and that's all it was. But (laughs)
0: yeah, I've yet to experience something like that. Like the wake up and just sheer panic. It's pretty horrible. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> it's pretty. I'm sure.
1: Pretty harrowing.
0: But anyway.
1: All right. So.
0: Where did we end up? Uh, where, where do you end up on how you view dreams? If any if any differently.
2: I, I wanted to mention something before we ended up in okay, a different go, go for it. part. I wanted to mention that there, there has been some studies that show that. REM sleep actually increases your ability to learn things that you have experienced during the day. Right. I I heard a little bit about that. Yeah. And so this isn't necessarily about maybe what dreams are to you, but it could possibly point towards or be an indicator of why dreams exist
0: as a reinforcement of things. And we mentioned the reinforcement
2: aspect earlier, but this is a direct. Correlation to that, Um, but they did studies on, on learning language and math and things like that. And whatever it is that you're processing during the day, you do tend to hold on to it better. If you have healthy REM sleep, whatever information you're consuming, if you follow it up with healthy REM sleep, and if it's followed up with a disturbed REM sleep, um, or shortened REM sleep.
0: There's some loss.
2: There is a measurable loss. So there is some kind of correlation going on. We don't know exactly, uh, scientifically, what that's going to be, but
0: there's some like, measurable gain of having a good REM cycle.
2: Right.
1: I think I remember hearing that. Uh, if you, if you're learning. Something during the day, like some kind of skill, usually like uh, mechanical, like using your hands. Uh, The same areas that are active when you are doing whatever it is you're learning are active when you're sleeping that night.
0: I would imagine it's kind of the same where it's reinforcing that like muscle memory, I guess.
1: Sort of like the cat. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the cat doing the hunting. That's a good analogy, yeah. yeah. Or a good line to
0: draw. So, where where did you guys end up on it? Do you feel the same that you did before? or
1: I feel mostly the same. I feel like, I mean, I have a little bit more to chew on.
0: I know the feeling. Right. Yeah.
1: But I feel like mostly my feelings about it were just, like, reinforced. Like, there's no specific message to be taken from a dream, but you can glean something from your dreams for sure. It's... I don't know if it would be even totally useful all the time, but surely there's something useful sometimes because our subconscious knows things we don't know, you know, and knowing those things is sometimes would be good. I
0: think, I think, I think for sure at, at bare minimum, it's healthier to have these dreams during REM cycles to help reinforce whatever happens
1: and, well, I will say as well, I value sleep a little more as well. And structure. I value structured sleep more as well. Like, I mean, well, I never really thought about it before. But now with, like, REM cycles and, well, this was before we started research, after we watched that Joe Rogan thing, where I think he said that, like, lack of good sleep is one of the biggest causes of shortening your lifespan
2: or yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And one of the biggest factors in uh neurological conditions something like that. It, it, like like dementia and, right. yeah, 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 and all exactly. that stuff. Yeah. It's one of the leading uh correlations they've made is that those people have a history of yeah. bad sleep. Right.
0: All right. So this is something that I, I talk about very frequently with friends and I hate the fact that humans are required required is a strong word healthy sleep is a third of your lifespan yeah it frustrates me to no me end it me feels to, to no yeah. end that, a third of your life
1: that's what I was saying though that's where I was before I mean it still sucks <laughs> that it has to be a thing but I respect it now. You know, I used to be like, like anytime I could not get sleep, I usually, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I would, I would like definitely put sleep off in a lot of situations.
2: Yeah. I have a frustrating relationship with sleep. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say the same because I, it's one of those things like, like a hot shower. Like why, why is there some kind of resistance to me getting in? I don't understand it. Because when I'm in there, it's wonderful. It is amazing, right? <laughs> yep. But why? Why is there? Like, why is it hard for sleep, me? Sleep. I don't ever want to come out of it, but I never want to go into yep. it, right? I. But I also have this sense of loss, like, like I'm. If I'm going to sleep, I'm giving away something. Something yeah. is ending. I. You know what yeah, I mean? I agree. And like, if I was enjoying my day, or like.
1: Or, like, having a good run in, like, a game or something. Yeah. It's, like, it makes it so much worse to just lay down. Right, yeah.
0: Enjoying the story of something, that's another one that keeps me up. Like, enjoying a story of a book or... Yeah, exactly. Of, like, a podcast that I was listening to. Right. A good Or Or,
1: like,
2: a good show.
0: Even something as simple as, like, a train of thought that I just want to continue and follow.
2: But it's so, like, and this is... I know that this is a neurotypical thing too. So normal people can get this, but it's so tough for me to disengage from something that is.
0: Rewarding is
2: yeah. And, Absolutely. And interesting. Yes. And if it's interesting, I can't seem to let go of it. And that happened the other day. You know, I told you I was up to like two forty-five in the morning. Well, I have all this other stuff going on. I've got a podcast. I need to edit. I've got, I've got like, like, Sleep that I need to yeah, have, sure. Yep, sure, you know? sure. <laughs> and uh, I've got all these other things going on that I need to do. And I was waiting for like five or 10 minutes for my laundry to finish. Washed, I mean, drying, yeah. no washing so I could switch it over. And I got into, I saw this one TikTok. And it was like part 13, you know what I mean? You gotta watch all the parts. And then, and it was a story of like how these divers found this, Car after a 19 year old unsolved case, you know, and they're going to pull it out of the water and all this stuff. Anyway, got to watch that from the beginning. And it was like, scroll all the way back to yep. part one. Yep. And then I got to the end. It was like part 19, and they hadn't uploaded them all. And I was yep. like, all right, it's time to go to YouTube and find the video that they used that they cut apart and then find out where I was in that video. Yep. Uh, and then start from that point. And it was just unhealthy. My God. It was unhealthy. <laughs> And, and the whole time I'm like barely awake and I'm, <laughs> I'm just like fighting it. I'm going to find out, you know,
0: I'm going to see this car come out of the water. And I was like, why am I doing this? I, I know the feeling, especially because my sleep schedule is so weird um, because I work nights. So like I get home at seven thirty eight o'clock and I'm like, all right, I got like an hour before I really like got to go to bed. And then like. I'm laying in bed on my phone and I put my phone down like 30 minutes before and then I start thinking and like going through the day and then I look at my phone again and it's like 11 o'clock and I'm like, what, the- uh, <laughs> what just happened?
1: I mean, this is just like a footnote because this isn't something I researched. It's something I wish I had, which I only thought of when David was talking earlier of, I wish I'd looked into like circadian rhythm and like how, that affects sleep, or if it affects sleep, or, or your dreams, or it, how you sleep.
0: I can tell you right now, it affects sleep. I figured. There, um, I know I sleep less since I've changed my sleep schedule. I'm to work glad on you this. brought that up. Yeah. And I'm probably not as restful, I think, if I was on m- my circadian rhythm that I had been on for, you know, 18 years. Yeah. Especially with being in the military and like. Do you use blackout stuff and all that? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've got blackout stuff in my room. Uh, I also used to um, roll a blanket up and place it under the uh, like up against the bottom of the door um, to stop light and noise coming through. Really, they have lar- the apartment I'm staying in has large gaps underneath the doors. So. Oh, okay,
2: that's for airflow. Yeah,
0: but it's like you know an inch or more. I see. I mean, but yeah, the the circadian rhythm it definitely helps if you follow your circadian rhythm and don't try to adjust it in any way.
2: Yeah. Interesting. I did note that there is this, there's this term interoception and it refers to like the way that your body, the way that you can consciously know um, how you're feeling. And part of like waking up from a dream, that's, that's what's difficult for me is like, being aware I have little interoception like I just don't knowing how I'm feeling during the day is difficult like I agree you know but yeah, when I'm fully waking, conscious. yeah knowing what I'm like experiencing when I'm waking up in in this half conscious state is almost near impossible yeah. for me um so I don't I I just feel like I I wish I was more in tune with my body you know in my mind and like recognizing those things we were talking about earlier. I, anyway, I wish I was more in tune with that kind of thing. And I feel like it would help. Yeah. I I feel like, I don't know. Sometimes I just think if I were more in tune and self-aware that maybe my dream experience might be different, I guess that's what I was trying to say. And to sum up my point, I didn't really change much of anything either. I just felt like, um, I learned more
0: yeah, the, about yeah. it
2: scientifically. Like I'm learned more about understanding the process, the process, not understanding my dreams per se, like yeah. understanding the content of the dream. But uh, I, I didn't change to, you know, I don't have any difference in the way I feel about whether they have meaning. I feel like I'm like you, Sean and, and you, David, I just, I feel like they have, they could be probably, Signs of what my subconscious is dealing with, but not, not direct signs. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, premonitions or yeah. you know, or anything outside of the norm. But I do feel like I have a better understanding of myself and a better understanding of dreams after the process.
0: It's kind of like an Occam's razor situation where it's like we've seen proof of dreams being able to reinforce the day's habits. And knowledge and maybe we don't need to look beyond that. And that's what it's there for kind of thing. Let it do its thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not that don't research it, but one of those, like that's what it does. Yeah. And you that's don't all need, it does. You don't
1: need to look into it spiritually or, yeah. psych, or philosophically.
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe it, like, who knows? It might be something spiritual, but for the most part, I I think it's an Occam's razor situation where it's just, it. that's what it is. And that's what it does.
2: Yeah. So, we worked through our thoughts today, and maybe you worked through yours as you were listening, but we're going to move on our merry way and go take a nap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a long uh, one. So yeah, we can get, get some rest.
0: <laughs> a nap isn't going to cut it right now. <laughs> but if you will, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, you can send us messages there. Um, you can also find our sources in our show notes.
1: And if you want to submit a topic to us uh, for us to, you know, hash out on the podcast, you can go to candorencounter.com slash submit. There's a box there for you to type it into.
2: Uh, Send it our way. We'd we'd love to hear what you got. And if you are listening on our website, you can go to the top and there's a pod chaser link. If you're not listening on our website, go to our website. It's candorencounter.com. And at the top, click on that pod chaser link and give us a review we really like to know how we're doing and we appreciate all of you who have already re- uh, reviewed us and gave us a rating so if you are on apple podcast you can also do that and leave us a review there and we appreciate you and we thank you for coming and we hope that you have wonderful dreams no nightmares and and ones you can remember and never forget we love you as a human being
0: so until next time take it easy
1: <laughs> it cannot be a TV show <laughs> that I fall asleep to. Unless it's like unless it's like uh storage or something,
2: you know? Some like, um, <laughs> something you have no interest in.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: No definitely.
1: I mean I, I I mean I kinda like storage <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sean's like a little presumptuous, doesn't he? <laughs>